My name is Aiden Matt. My name is Sanjali Ganesh. And my name is Thea Rawat. Welcome to the third episode of the STEM Innovations podcast series here at the STEM E-Youth Career Development Program. Today, we will be focusing on how technology is integrating itself into classrooms and jobs. From playing Kahoot with other students to studying with Quizlet, millions of students have grown up with technology, not just at home, but in the classroom. Technology allows students to learn more effectively and have fun. How does computers change the way you learn? I was very lucky, and I got my own school laptop in third grade. We traded in our laptops for the updated versions every three years, and right now, I'm currently on my third ever laptop from the school. I have used these laptops to access our school platform and work on many assignments. We have even taken our midterm and final exams on our laptops. My school is definitely adapting to this new tech-based lifestyle. What about you, Aiden? During elementary school, we had a computer class where we learned how to use computers. Navigating the internet, discovering YouTube, finding all these random online games is a memory many will not forget. Do you remember the days of cool math games, Sanjali? I definitely do. I remember playing Run 3 with all of the boys in my class. We were so competitive, and sometimes the teacher caught us but did not care. Whether the computers were top of the line or took 10 minutes to load, education technology was not cheap. Schools in the United States spend roughly $400 per student. That's $22 billion alone. Don't forget the electronic whiteboards, projectors, other electronics for staff, and software. In total, the United States spends about $56 billion every year in education technology, according to a report led by the EdTech Evidence Exchange. Wow, $56 billion is a lot. I never would have thought those laptops would add up to so much. Honestly, I'm grateful for technology at school. It brightened up my day when I was younger, and I got to immerse myself in the crazy thing we call the internet. But spending too much time on these devices didn't always benefit students. For me, I got hooked on to playing games because of how much time I was given to use a computer. And playing online games instead of your homework isn't the best idea. I know that I started watching more Netflix once the pandemic hit, and it probably wasn't the best idea either. Yeah, I completely agree. Over quarantine, I would spend hours on end glued to my phone, scrolling through TikTok. In 2020, we got slammed with a nationwide pandemic, and school became fully online. Teachers and students had to adapt, become more familiar with technology, and attend virtual class. With aid and funding from the government, now 48 states and the District of Columbia currently support online learning. Kids have access to learn at home something many had never even thought about in the 2000s. Education technology has forever changed the face of learning for millions of students, but how much good did it do? Over the past few years, education technology has been a target of debate and controversy between parents. How harmful or helpful can staring at a screen be? Technology in the classroom is fairly new, and there are many pros and cons. Let's start off with the pros. Technology excites young students. Today, it is quite normal for many young children, even toddlers, to have already encountered their first device. Many young students in elementary school tend to associate any device with fun and games because of all the apps and games on their devices at home. Teachers are gravitating towards using technology more because of the attention and excitement that it generates in the classroom. Technology prepares students for the future. 
As our world is becoming more comfortable and relying on technology, having a good sense and understanding of technological devices will prepare students for the future. It is never too early for students to get exposed to the world of technology because it creates a good foundation and something that they can always rely on. Technology is encouraging immediate and spontaneous learning for students. Because most students have immediate access to technology and the internet, children are able to learn about topics that interest them and dive deeper to find their passions. Students have millions of resources on the web, and now they have an outlet to research anything of their liking outside of the classroom. While technology can be a tool to learn, it can also be a distraction. These devices could give students access to inappropriate content. If proper safety and security measures are not placed on these devices, students could get easily sidetracked from learning. An easy solution would be to add a website blocker or internet filter to the school's internet security system. I know I've been guilty of being distracted by the internet. Just by typing a couple of letters into my search engine, recommendations and ads have certainly caught my eye. Technology also removes kids from opportunities of socialization. There are many studies that have been conducted on this issue, and most of them have come to the conclusion that technology is making many students become more and more disconnected from each other because of social media. Communication, engagement, and socialization are all important factors in a student's development, and technology is one of those barriers preventing this. Technology can discourage and encourage creativity. Lots of games on the internet are all pre-made, not allowing kids to problem-solve and think for themselves. However, there are also many games that promote problem-solving in creative and imaginative ways. It is really up to the teacher on what games they play in class that promote creativity and learning. Although there are quite a few drawbacks, there are many advantages to computers and devices. It is always up to the teacher conducting the class to make the right decisions. Teaching is one of the many professions for which technology has been integrated into. However, technology can also pose a threat to the everyday lives of millions. Technology is replacing human employees with Amazon's brick-and-mortar store, Amazon Go. This unique store is void of employees, registers, and even of shopping carts and baskets. A typical grocery haul at Amazon Go would require a shopper to download the store's smartphone app for exclusive access into the store. Then, the shopper would go about their experience by grabbing items off of shelves and simply placing them inside of their bag. This may seem unusual or like stealing to most. However, with Amazon's complex, secretive technology, the store's inventory is closely monitored. For instance, each time a shopper pulls an item from a shelf, Amazon will automatically store that item in the shopper's virtual shopping cart. If the shopper puts the item back on the shelf, Amazon will remove that item from the shopper's virtual cart. However, the invasion of technology is not only a prevalent issue in the U.S., but is also a concern worldwide. For example, a Chinese company known as the Changing Precision Technology Company has replaced a whopping 90% of its human workforce with machines. Even more terrifying is that the implementation of these machines into the company led to a 250% increase in productivity and an 80% decrease in defects. Currently, a trivial 60 humans are still employed by the company to monitor the production lines and computer control systems. The rest of the tasks are completed with 60 robot arms that labor effortlessly and endlessly across 10 production lines. 
The general manager of the company even claims that the number of human employees may decrease by about 67% due to the high productivity and efficiency levels of the robots. As intriguing as all of this sounds, this very technology puts millions of employees at risk of losing their jobs. A study looked at the effects of automating the largest retail and service sector companies in the United States and found that over 1.8% or 2.3 million Americans working for these companies would be negatively affected. In terms of payroll, these 2.3 million lost jobs would translate into $37 billion of lost income in the United States. So, what can we do to combat unemployment and lost income? Well, private organizations and governments have put a substantial amount of thought into this issue and have generated potential solutions to address the concerns of employee displacement. One of these potential solutions is to adapt to the growth of technology. The Vice Chancellor for Research at the University of California, Irvine, and the Associate Vice Chancellor for Research at the State University of New York created the Pyramid of Progress to combat the takeover of automation, artificial intelligence, and related technologies. The bottommost layer of the pyramid represents cost-focused automation in which technology is used primarily to reap the economic benefits of decreased human labor. This can be destructive to business interests because cost-based programs are often not socially conscious. The next layer of the pyramid represents performance-driven automation in which human labor is utilized to patch the shortcomings of technology. Next is the work-centered automation level in which various forms of human interaction are encouraged, therefore increasing human proficiencies. The final piece of the pyramid is a socially responsible automation layer in which automation is optimistically utilized to produce various jobs for humans leading to an increase in societal welfare and economic flourishment. All in all, technology has its fair share of advantages and disadvantages, and it is always the user's choice on whether or not to use it for its benefits. Thank you for listening to our podcast on how technology is integrating itself into classrooms and jobs. This is Sia. This is Aiden. And this is Sanjali. Be sure to stay tuned for the next episode in our STEM Innovation Series. See you next time.